So I wanted to start this uh, podcast out by talking about uh, something from my previous career. So prior to working in weed, I uh, wrote about sex. And before that, I worked in the porn industry. And uh, there's a rule. Did we ever do the intro thing? I just did it. Okay. What, you didn't like Well, I didn't know if you needed to be like, with Brandy and Rena, da, 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 whatever. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> he was just so ready to talk about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all dicks over Sorry. here, Sorry. Welcome to Wrecked, the podcast where we explore what happened when California legalized adult-use marijuana in 2018. Um, I apologize. I'm here, Christopher. Allow me to introduce yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Christopher Trout. I am the co-founder of The Grass Agency and currently very stoned. And I am joined today by my equally stoned counterparts, Rena Caria, co-founder of The Grass Agency. What it do? It me. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandy Moody, a weed, wine, and food marketing consultant. Hey. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> this one's going to be really good, y'all. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So as I was saying, before I was so rudely interrupted by my co-hosts wanting to be introduced. <laughs> We're the worst. My background is in the porn industry. Uh, I, I worked for a gay porn studio back in the day, and then I became inexplicably the editor-in-chief of a technology website. Uh, and just a fun fact, I now have the most popular video about sex robots on the internet. It's oh. true. That's mm -hmm. a serious... Okay. That's 18 a million views. Check it out. Nah, somebody. Oh, we might have both of the. Oh. So Kyle actually worked on that series too. We might have both of the most popular sex robot videos online. Congratulations! I love that they still send you free vibrators and all kinds of sex toys. Yeah, if you want some, yeah, if you that want some should, sex toys, I'd love a vibrator. Thanks. Okay, we'll grab one out of the drawer upstairs. <laughs> So uh, back in back in the the day when porn started to hit the internet, somebody came up with a meme called Rule Thirty Four, and basically what it says is if it exists, there's porn about it. We were talking about I was talking about this with my husband and who's a transportation engineer, and I was like, there's like bus porn and subway porn, and what? like very seriously, he was like, oh yes, there is definitely there, oh. there's porn of people fucking tailpipes. What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's people fucking tailpipes with like baloney wrapped around their dick. Wow. And maybe a Q-tip inside of it. Oh, right. Okay. You know, like anything you can think of, somebody has fucked it and recorded it. Got it. Okay. So that's rule 34. I'm proposing that we come up with a rule 420 because I am not very creative. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. Right. <laughs> But basically, Rule 420 states that if it exists, somebody put weed in it. Okay. So it's the premise for this episode mostly because I feel like we've gotten to a point where we're like at peak infusion. We will smoke weed anywhere. Mm -hmm. We will do it with just about anything. Yeah. And at this point, you can consume it just about any way you want, right? Mm -hmm. 
We compiled a short list of things, right, that people have put weed into that maybe they didn't have to. Um, and I've got I've got my list, and then I'll let y'all expand. Okay. On it. Okay. So there's weed lube, mm-hmm. vape shots, which literally is like taking a shot of vaporizer. Weird. Okay. So like they fill up a glass, and then you just and you like inhale in. the or like <laughs> swallow the yeah vape. Okay. The way that you would do if it was coming out of any other receptacle. Shatter micheladas, mm. jerky, beef oh, jerky. I've seen, yeah, yeah. Gin, dog treats, mascara. What would <laughs> mascara do? They say that CBD is supposed to help regenerate eyelash growth. But th- then I've also seen CBD eyelashes, like glue-on eyelashes, and I'm like, I think I'm pretty sure that glue <laughs> is probably counterbalancing I, the CBD that you might be, you know? Well, I was the wondering, it, the is the glue made out of CBD? No. That's what you're saying. I didn't dig deep enough. I'll be honest with you. I didn't do my homework on this one. On the mascara, you're fine. No one's going <laughs> to buy it. kick you in the tit. Yeah. Uh, Rena, did you come up with anything? I sure did. Um, Mr. Green's number one hippie shit weed cologne. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I haven't smelt it, but I did. we did see it on the shelf. Yeah, why didn't we smell it when we saw it? I don't know. We should, <laughs> we should probably have. Probably because it was called Mr. Whatever's hippie shit weed cologne. And I think it was patchouli, it's- and I'm like... I know what patchouli smells like, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells like the undercarriage of many of the people I, s- yeah. I slept with in college. Totally. And I could just go to the health food store and buy it and mm. not whatever. You know, you could just rub up against somebody in the Berkeley Bowl. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Find <laughs> find a butt dread. Um, there's a weed board game called Zonk, but I think mm. you play it while stone so i guess it's not infused in your piece um jigs up rena i read the same article oh you ho but no but then if you would have then you would have said weed pork which um maybe it was a different listicle or a supplementary listicle i did read multiple lists so you know we could have read Wait, the what's same one weed pork weed pork this happen this happens in washington there's some um pork farmers up there and they say it makes they feed their pigs weed not just not only weed but it's part of the slop situation is there THC oh we already talked about this oh yeah I mean we don't the THC is in there but it doesn't matter because they haven't decarboxylated it apparently cannabis is also like nutritional if you eat it like hemp seeds you'd put that in your smoothie and Mm -hmm. shit like that people people have been eating hemp right there's tampons. Mm. There's vaginal suppositories for cramps. Um, there's some crystal light powdery stuff that you were telling me about in Denver. It's called Ripple. Yeah. Yeah. Ripple? It's yeah. called Ripple. Ripple sounds like uh, like a schnapps. I mean, isn't there a shot? Is there a schnapps? Called Ripple? I don't Schnapps named Ripple? I don't think so. Ripple is basically, yeah, it's a powder you put in your drink. So, like, when we were in Denver, we put it in our coffee, we put it in our water bottles. Yeah. Does that it have was, a flavor? No, that's what's so great about it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so you, it, you just kind of, like, mix it in. Because I've had the powdered drinks before, mm-hmm. and those are garbage. So, if I'm in a dispensary and I see these novelty things, I always buy them. I've, I've had the peanut butter, but, it's like, you know, it took me a long time to, to actually eat it. Because it's like, how often do I eat peanut butter? And when I do, it's like, in the morning on toast and I maybe don't want to be high you know it's, it was, yeah. it's like a weird situational kind of novelty well, item yeah I think that's the truth about a lot of these novelty mm-hmm. items it's like how the fuck are you going to make a business out of that 
Right. So peanut butter, um, kombucha, the breath spray, breast oil, um, an inhaler. You can also get uh, weed-infused breast milk if you meet the right person. Oh, yeah. And then a weed bouquet. (laughs) So, like, I didn't have one when I got married, but you can get a weed bouquet and you can, like, be married with your... That um, should also... It, it, like, falls apart easily. I guess you just keep it in water or whatever. Uh, it's like any other bouquet. No, I think it's just... It's untrimmed weed is really what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not... Pretty. No. I mean, if you think weed is pretty, I guess it is. But... Because um, there's <laughs> weed weddings. There's a weed wedding sim- symposium, like, right. convention now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like I actually... hit the bong at the altar. <clears throat> yeah, there was a girl that... It was pretty well publicized. I believe she works for Harborside. Yeah. She had, like, a very, very weed wedding in Mendocino. So, uh, you know, as it turns out, if you can stick it in your mouth, your nose, your ears, or your butt... Or your vagina. Or your vagina, yeah. Somebody's or put weed boobs. in it. Yeah. Uh, that goes for events as well. It goes, it goes for, uh, brunches, of course, dinners, high teas, yoga, as we'll explore later, Mm -hmm. book clubs, cooking classes, open mic nights, weddings, funerals, and so, so much more. Raves. Comedy night. Comedy nights. So many comedy comedy nights. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many drawing and getting fucked up activities. Like, we know, like, Drink and draw. Build a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kids are not supposed to get high, y'all. Just no. Don't get your kids high. No. Pop Unless, portraits, yeah. puff or and paint. Yeah. Maybe don't listen to this podcast with puff your kids. Puff and kid. paint. I puff. hope that's puff paint. Puff and paint, puff paint. Puff paint, Indo Party. illustrations. So let's get to the point. Here's the deal. We went out in the world and tried to find something that we had done previously where someone had maybe inexplicably added weed into the mix, right? And we wanted to kind of, we just wanted to see what the hype was about. Like, do you really need to put weed in absolutely everything you do? We all selected a different weed wellness. Brandy just cringed, maybe rolled her eyes. And is now staring at me like she wants to kill me because she told me earlier that wellness is a trigger word for her. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts in my spare time. Mm -hmm. And I am a big fan of Dr. Jen Gunter. She's an OBGYN who is famous for debunking the goop yoni egg. Mm. She basically went after goop. She's Um, doing God's work. She's doing God's work. And she was saying recently that... The word wellness is really being co-opted by like so many different industries and that it's almost more predatory than big pharma because at least big pharma has a checks and balances system of having to test things. So using wellness and kind of being part of using that in like your advertising is kind of suspect to me now, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so many people, you know, we have hashtag self-care and and I just feel like wellness is being co-opted by way too many things. And the CBD kind of trend has just like folded right into that. Let's talk about CBD. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Kabuki Baths and Spa. They've been offering a CBD massage for the past couple of years. And I'd always seen it on the menu and thought to myself, why would I pay 20 more dollars just for you to rub CBD on my body when I can show up high? So true. In the interest of 
podcasting uh, and being, you know, um, a journalist or whatever, I showed up to the Kabuki Baths for my appointment completely sober on a Monday morning, and I got a CBD massage. The guy who did the, the massage, Herman, was super cool, and he was a great masseuse. Not so much a great, he's not really a cannabis expert per se, he was very, you know, very willing to talk about what what we were going to do, and he he wanted to make sure that I knew what I was getting myself into. He asked if I knew what CBD was, and I said yes, but I have a couple couple of questions, right? So the first one was, do you know what CBD is? <laughs> I mean, it really should have been because I asked him, is it full spectrum? And he said, you know, I don't know. And then he grabbed the jar and just gave it to me because he knew I was going to have other questions he couldn't answer. I mean, bottom line is. All he could tell me is that he knows it works because he can feel his client's muscles getting high. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) But, you know, it was a good massage. I I really don't have a lot to say about it. Bottom line is it it was a good massage, but in the end, I didn't feel any more relaxed or any different than I had going into it. Was it full spectrum? It was full spectrum hemp CBD. So there's mm-hmm. no THC there and there's a lot of there's a lot of evidence showing that THC actually helps deliver the CBD and all of its effects to your body. So like the recommendation is if you're going to use CBD, it should have some level of THC in it. Right. So that your body actually absorbs the CBD better. There is very little information out there about the effects of THC or CBD. Like we know THC gets you stoned, but after that, we're largely in the dark about the effects of all of the other myriad cannabinoids that are inside of the the cannabis plant. And as a result, you have people passing off CBD as a sort of miracle cure, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, do not get it twisted. If you get CBD at 7-Eleven, it is not going to do anything. It honestly reminds me a lot of, like, GNC. Well, you know, like... Totally. And lately I've been seeing a lot of athletes kind of talking about CBD being their cure-all. Hemp CBD, like, these questionable products, like... I'm sorry, Rob Gronkowski is not where I'm going to get my CBD information from. Um, so it's still, like I was saying, it does feel predatory mm-hmm. for people to just toss CBD in the mix, like right. slap that CBD sticker on your lotion, charge 20 more dollars for it, and everyone's going to swear by it. Yeah. So we're going to transition to the other CBD experience, because I think there are some parallels here, although uh, things are very different in your in your experience. Right, Brandy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... So I did a CBD manicure, which on paper was a huge eye roll for me Mm -hmm. because I did not do any research on the place. I did not read any reviews. Was that intentional? Yes, because I wanted to go into it with like a clear mind because 100% I thought it was going to be some taupe kind of colored room with a goopy looking girl with a broom hat. Well, yeah, with a white brim hat and like Buddha beads telling me about like the powers of CBD. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I just wanted to. She sages you before you sit exactly. down. Exactly. And then I follow her on Instagram and she's like an influencer for XYZ. Yeah. So I went to Potrero Hill, which is one of my favorite neighborhoods in San Francisco. So that was a plus. 
And the nail salon, Le Petit Nail Salon, is on the corner of 18th and Kansas. Okay. So it has a gorgeous view of the city. My manicurist was Annie, and she is a Vietnamese refugee who started this salon with a friend of hers. They'd been manicurists uh, at the W Hotel together. And at the St. Regis as well. Mm. So they've like come up as manicurists. So they opened Le Petit Nail Salon together. And um, they kind of have had some health issues. Me and my partner. So we have like carpal tunnel hand. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. And mine is not really like serious. But my partner is really bad. And he got surgery too. Oh. And then after that, we tried to CBD. And then uh, in a while, and then we find like, oh, the CBD, how a lot of the pain. And she was telling me she was just taking like up to like, you know, 800 milligrams of Tylenol every night. And, you know, to be very honest, I've been really sensitive to the labor workforce in the nail industry Mm -hmm. ever since the New York Times article came out and kind of blew the lid off of like these like horrible practices that are happening in nail salons. Slavery. Yeah. And when did getting a mani-pedi become just part of like a service rather than a luxury? So her partner had to have carpal tunnel surgery. Annie was experiencing all this pain. And so they just started to explore other avenues and they came across CBD cream and it was really helping them mm-hmm. um, with all of this pain that they were having. And so they decided, well, why not offer this service to our customers as well? So the manicure itself is is pretty lovely. It's, you know, there's also paraffin involved. Your nails look really nice. My nails really look really nice. great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my nails look really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, so, you know, it's it's a it's a scrub, like a lavender CBD scrub. Mm-hmm. And then there was a paraffin. Uh, love a, a paraffin treatment. I love a paraffin treatment. Mm-hmm. And then there was a really, really great massage. And I have to say, it was a hemp-derived lotion. And, it you know, maybe it's the jojoba oil. Maybe it's the mint that's in it. But I, it was a lovely massage. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I had that, like, wonderful tingling feeling. Yeah. And she really worked through, like, my, my thumb... My phone thumb. But I thought the whole experience was like super touching because, you know, you're sitting there and it's one of those things where this is like mutually advantageous for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Like it's helping Annie with like her hands and she's not, you know, just rubbing like whatever on me, but it's also like helping with her carpal tunnel problems. And it gave, it was a nice manicure for me too. So like I was, I was pretty blown away. So yes, Annie, Annie flipped the script for me. If I lived in Potrero Hill, I would be Le Petit Nail Salons. Like I would have a standing appointment once a month. Would you have a standing appointment for a CBD manicure? You know, knowing what I know and how it helped her and how they prefer that lotion, I might. Yeah, I would. So if you're looking for a great manicure, <laughs> go to Le Petit Nail Salon on 18th. Man, and I feel like a total poo-pooer now. No, and it's funny because I, I expected to be a poo-pooer. I expected that this we was going to... We all poo-poo, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was blown away. And um, yeah, I highly recommend it. Mm, maybe that's what we should all go do. I don't know. It sounds like you had fun at yoga. Oh, yeah, I want to go oh, to yoga. Oh, I did have fun. <laughs> Tell us about it, Rena. 
So I went last weekend to um, Ganja Yoga, Didisol. I think that's how you say her name um, because she's French. Or she has a French name. I'm not sure if yeah, she's if French. Yeah, if you just leave off the last half of a French word, it sounds more authentic. Yeah. <laughs> Croissant. La croix. Okay, great. <laughs> We've proved this point. Okay, good. <laughs> so she has been doing ganja yoga for the last 10 years. I think started in Toronto and then moved to the Bay Area. And I think now she's in LA. So I didn't actually, um, the class wasn't from D, but it was from one of her certified teachers. So she's started a Ganja Yoga certification program and um, they're out there now, y'all. Back to the experience itself. Yeah, what did you actually do? Like, I'm imagining. Imagine. See if you can release a nice, slow exhale. Make the exhale a little longer than your inhale. Mm-hmm. Tell us, Christopher. I really just want somebody to be upside down smoking a bong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, I saw pictures and I saw people like in triangle pose and things like that. And they're like passing a joint. With their feet? Yeah, exactly. No, hey, but. Come on. I'm just like, I want to see like extra weird <laughs> shit happen. Take a full body breath. Breathe into your belly, ribs, chest. Exhale nice and slow. Maybe it maybe it did, but this there was nothing weird about this. It mm. was it was really it was a nice experience. So I was in downtown Oakland at EVB, which I think is this a uh, space that's probably owned by Oaksterdam because it's right next door. But so the problem is is that there are very few places where you can consume cannabis. Most landlords won't let you, mm. and so I think Oaksterdam solved this problem for the cannabis community by buying a building or I don't know whoever owns EVB um, maybe Harborside oh. yeah don't know <laughs> shout out to whoever that is <laughs> shout out sponsor shout us. Out. yeah sponsor us but it was super inclusive so there was um, Ray Charles was playing some other oldies Sharon Jones and the Dap King so it's like Saturday morning there's fruit there's tea out and you know BYOC and everyone meets out on the porch and I smoked a joint that was rolled in banana leaf. Oh, I love that. I did some dabs off a of Puffco. I took a few bong rips. <laughs> I, I hit that Pax a few times. I You're good and high. Oh, my God. I feel like I got ripped off. <laughs> like, and seriously? My, and, my like class you told was me I bucks. couldn't show up high. You told me I wasn't because allowed to. Because we had to see if the CBD worked, girl. Oh, you're right? over there basically just like fucking a vegetable before your shit oh, i was i was good i also made myself a cup of tea and put some medicated honey in it so ah. i was ready to go start to bring the palms together hands to heart center staying connected with your breath use your exhale to drop down more and more into the body also i so i really enjoyed about this was that if you go to a yoga class, it's, I mean, I'm just going to say it's usually just white women and a sprinkling of other people. This was a really diverse crew, like in terms of men and women and queer and trans and, you know, POC, not whatever. It was great. And then is it like a teacher led yoga? It is a teacher led yoga. So then after, after that 30 
40 minutes of like kicking it getting the most high you've ever yes, been getting the most high i mean you could also for anyone who's out there like not do any of that but and or you know no one's there's no peer pressure out there you you know just everyone who's there really likes to get high and i'm pretty um picky on my yoga just because you know because it, why because i'm south asian and so it's weird in some of these spaces sometimes right um people trying to do sanskrit or people trying to say it's this or that or whatever and none of the triggers were sparked so that was great i was also very high with this intention in mind let's begin our flow one more deep breath in and exhale release but it was a yin yoga is what Brittany said um but it was very flowy and it was restorative and i mean i think if you wanted to lay there and just be still and high that would be fine too that's how i do it at regular yoga yeah <laughs> what was the I'm cost like, what? it was 20 bucks 20 bucks okay yeah and a really just like nice experience what does a regular yoga class go for a drop in is anywhere from like a 15 to 30 yeah okay so it's yeah. like reasonable do you continue to consume throughout the stretching not in britney's class i can't say sf has another yoga teacher who's also certified that does it and there's a hot yoga there's yoga dance there's all kinds of things high and hot yoga. no i d- don't want to go anywhere bad. near that, that. like a nightmare it's like why would you put yourself in a hellish environment stoned yeah that sounds like i'm gonna pass out for Think sure about like hot boxing hot yoga no 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 yeah no, no. <laughs> yeah again i'm all into the woo so i think there is this connection that you feel to other people when um when you consume cannabis and you consume it together i've been to a yoga class um my regular yoga class and it, the night before we had gone to a dinner so i have gone high to a yoga class and I didn't have a great experience because there was too many like technical things and people trying to tell me what to do and stuff. I was super skeptical. I'm like, ooh, weed and meditation. But I guess all the yogis do it. I think it makes perfect sense. I think, like, yeah, it totally no does. No better way to check out or to check in, like to get like hella concentrated totally. on something. You know? And we're so, you know, like we're trying to build this thing and we're so busy. I like, I was like, wow, this was like the first time that I feel like I didn't. You know, I got to forget about everything, um, but I got that high to do it. And if anyone wants to do it, her name's Brittany Russell. The website's elevatedyoga.co. So I want to conclude this one uh, <laughs> by talking about the weirdest weed thing that you've ever either heard of or done. So just like a little... <laughs> I just feel like I'm wearing a confessional. Yeah, yet? I think Brandon I mean, just backed into the corner, y'all. Like, talk about doing like knife hits, or is that no? I mean, it's up to you. No. Is that the Wait, weirdest what's thing the you've question? ever done? Have I the weirdest thing you've? Did anybody else read the outline? I did. I did. We also got there. high. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I've been high this whole weekend. The weirdest weed thing you have ever done or heard of? Okay. I will start. Mm-hmm. I read an amazing story in Vice a while back that changed my life. Like, it was one of the best stories I've ever read in my life. It was, you know, it was experiential journalism. So it was it was a person doing a thing and describing it. 
what this person did was drink a whole bottle of weed lube. Hmm. Why would you drink the weed lube? Well, it didn't get her vagina high, so she chugged the bottle to of see. Lube. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I yeah. I mean, like she ends up talking to her cat and like staying in bed for three days straight, and there's all sorts of other weird shit that happens. But I really appreciated that spirit of experimentation. Get it, girl. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Just chug a bottle of weed lube. See what happens. Right. Actually, I'm not recommending Don't that. Don't do that. Um, I mean, I kind of am recommending it, though. Like, not if it could get me in trouble, I'm not recommending it. But really, I think everybody should try something like that once. I guess for me, I was thinking about this. Um, I really enjoy weed wine. And I actually um, know people that make it. And I actually wrote a story for Vice years ago about weed wine. And I think it's a really special thing and really good when done right. So basically, there's a few there's two different ways to make it. But the really great way to make it is uh, you actually when the wine when the grapes are fermenting, you put the weed in there. And that's that. Put weed in it. You can put your weed in there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And you basically, because of the heat that um, the fermentation is creating, that also is pulling the THC out of the weed that you have in there fermenting together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like a lovely drink that also has THC in it. So it has alcohol and THC. That's why it's it's really illegal. Right. But um, what's great is some winemakers, what they've done is they've, They've found varietals, especially white wine varietals, that taste so great with the weed mm. because they complement each other. Like yeah. a grassy Sauvignon Blanc mm-hmm. or something like that works really well. There's some good rosés that it works in. Does not work in red wine. 100%. I've been there and yeah. it's not, a, it's doesn't taste good. And it's a really, really intense uh, high because red wine is kind of that sleepy, more sleepy drunk kind yeah. of feeling. Um, so yeah, weed wine is my is my jam. It's right. impossible to get you know your hands on Unless every day. You're a Brandy Moody. Yeah, call hit. No, just kidding. Don't hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to give everybody your number. You, no, you no, but no, weed wine is is probably the weirdest thing. That, but I love it. So if you can ever get your hands on it, and the I'm funny, into it. I mean, it's like two great tastes that t- taste great together. I mean, and we love a crossfade. We love a crossfade. Crossfade's yeah. one of my favorite fades. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I also like that one fade that kind of has a couple stripes in it. <laughs> Does anyone want to um, shave wrecked in the side of their head? We're looking for people. Oh yeah, we're well, putting that out there. Hit us up. So Rena, yo, weirdest weed thing you've ever done or heard of. Well, there was Can that I, time you shoved the, um... What did I shove? <laughs> JK. I don't know. You know, someone gave me the suppositories the other day, mm. and I didn't use it, but maybe I should go try it. it out and then mm-hmm. come back Is and report. For you? Yeah, it's yeah. for you. Um, you use the weed lube? Is it a vaginal suppository? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's... Is that the weirdest thing? It's the one that I hesitate on. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, I think it's funny. It's like... Is this stuff all that weird or is it just stuff with weed? Mm -hmm. You know, like in the end, we all had a good time at whatever it was, regardless of whether or not the weed was involved. So in the end, the question is, do we need to put weed in everything? And I say yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I say I say yes too. Or like you know, we've talked about this. Steve D'Angelo, you always bring this up, Rena. Mm-hmm. That Steve D'Angelo brings that uh, up in his book. Yeah, about like that cannabis can heighten like any experience you're yeah. having, and I would concur. Yeah, yeah. even uh, podcasting. Wrecked is a podcast of The Grass Agency. I'm Christopher Trout. My co-hosts are Rena Caria and Brandy Moody. We're produced and edited by Kyle Mock, and our theme music is by Regender. Follow us at The Grass Agency on Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you next week. <laughs>